When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome into another episode of the News for Jags podcast. I'm Jamal Saints here alongside Justin Barney. Justin, the book officially closed on training camp. That does it. It's done. Miller Electric Center has been a great first-year host for the Jaguars. Beautiful facility. Today's practice marked the end of year one of training camp for the Jaguars. Amazing. A lot of excitement out on the field. It's been a long grind for the players and the media included. Um, Some hot days, but this officially wraps it up. Now we're counting down to that final preseason game of the year against the Dolphins. That's set for Saturday at 7 p.m. This is going to be a big one for a lot of the guys. I think Doug Peterson shared a story early on or during his press conference this morning about Albert Wilson back when he was with the Chiefs and now that was a guy who was able to earn a spot on the roster by his play in the final preseason game of the year. So there are still some spots. Absolutely. And guys that can go out there and earn a job in this game on Saturday. Absolutely. I think we look back even to last year with Tim Jones. It was who was going to, is Tim Jones going to make the roster? What fifth receiver? What sixth receiver? Tim Jones is a great success story. He had a great final preseason game last year, made the roster. Who is going to be this year's Tim Jones? I think there's some very good candidates. Stays practice more spirited, I think, than the others have been this week in, in terms of spirit, more active and more exciting and more plays, more what you would see in a traditional game. Um, I liked Seth Williams today, amazing catch in the end zone down here um, where he was ruled in bounds with a touchdown. Great catch from him. And practice ended today with Dewey Wing breaking up a catch of Elijah Cook. So who is going to make that receiver spot this year? Is it going to be Elijah Cooks? Is it going to be a Kevin Austin? Is it going to be a Seth Williams? Who is going to get that spot this year? So many good storylines like that. Definitely a lot of questions that are left to answer today. A little bit of a spirited walkthrough, kind of like their Thursday as they get ready for this final preseason game of the year, treating it a little bit like a game prep week because that's really what it is as they start to get ready for turning the page to the regular season. All right, so we've been impressed, and we've talked about a lot of the players that we've been impressed by so far through camp. Before I get to this question, I did just think of something I wanted to mention Devon Hamilton. Doug Peterson gave us a little bit of an update on right. him. He said he thinks Devon has been doing well and that he could be back in the building as soon as next week, which is good news for a guy that has a non-football related injury right. on his back. If Devon can be back in the building next week with the team back working, that means he might be back on the right. field to start the regular and, season. And Doug said that today, if everything goes well, keeps progressing, he's going to be a candidate to play in that week one game against the Colts, and that is huge. He is a right. huge impact player, has had a, an amazing camp. He's one of the guys where you pick five or six guys who stood out in camp. Devon is is in that top three or four. He has had an amazing camp. So the best player on that defensive front, an aggressive guy, big offseason, got a nice contract reward. They like Devon Hamilton. We like what we've seen from him. It'd be amazing if he's back week one. All right, so we've got our 53-man roster projections coming out soon. We've got a little bit of a bet riding on this one. We put out the first ones. We've got an updated version. We'll see who has the better, uh, closer actual roster here. But let's see, two players that you think are on that cut line or are probably going to catch some people off guard by either being on the roster or not being on the roster. Give me two. Two spoilers here. I'm going to say my initial cut at Shaq Quarterman missing the roster. I think he's still kind of a roster bubble guy. Um, So to me, I think that is a big do they keep I mean, inside back? I mean, you keep a Ventrell Miller and start him on the pup list as a 
you know, his foot injury is it maybe not healed all the way. Do you keep Shaq Quarterman, the veteran from Oak Leaf High School, had one of the biggest hits last year of the season, forcing mm -hmm. a fumble um, that was recovered by Jacksonville, and we know what happened after that. So do you keep a Shaq Quarterman? So that's my one guy on the cut line where I mm -hmm. think that may be, and, and I've heard and thought about maybe a Jamal Agnew being Whoa. a potential guy that could be if Parker Washington has emerged. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. You know, Parker is, is a guy they try to get return, you know, kick returns out of and stuff. I, I don't think Jamal Agnew would. Maybe if Parker Washington had exceptional final game, it's, it's considered. But I, I think Shaq Quarterman for me and, um, you know, another guy, I don't know. I, you know, Jamal Agnew came to mind early in camp. Um, Trey Herndon came to mind early in camp. But I think right now, I would just say Jack Quarterman was my guy to watch. All right, well, you had a little Caleb on chase on before I get to my team. You know, I, Caleb on, I think you, if there was another guy pressing Caleb on, and that's the thing, I, I, there's nobody yeah. there. I mean, I know the fans want Caleb on gone. Would he be a surprise cut? I think so, um, because again, he's fourth year of a rookie deal. Right. It's a sunk cost at this point. If there was a guy, there was a rookie behind him, a guy who was really pressing to get those reps, yep. and but there's not. I mean, Caleb on is is about the best option right now. Maybe Yasir Abdullah supersedes him at some point. But I don't think in the camp you don't have another guy right behind him pressing him. So the fans will not get their wish. Caleb will be on the roster next I, week. I 100% agree with you. Okay, so I've got two guys for you. I think Ventrell Miller is not going to be on the final roster. And I'm not sure that he gets cut, but I think he ends up on the injured reserve list. You mentioned okay. Pup. He can't go on Pup because he's already practiced. You have to be put on that before training camp before he hits the field. So he'd have to either go injured reserve or he's on the roster or cut. So I think Ventrell Miller actually gets cut. I think Shaq Quarterman was able to hold them off. They know what they get. From the veteran linebacker, I think Shaq Quarterman is going to be on this roster this year for at least another year Bold while move. they try and hold on to Ventrell Miller, maybe on the practice squad or maybe on injured reserve. Uh, but I, I, that's that's where my antennas are on that one. And then my other guy, he's been around here a little while, um, and not necessarily a upset here, but I think Chris Claybrooks get, ends up getting cut. Uh, he's had some legal issues off the field, but overall the Jaguars have been drafting youth at cornerback for two back-to-back -back years, and now I think that youth move just finally kind of pushes him out of the way. They feel too good about some of these young corners. They're able to contribute on special teams, even if Playbrooks is known as that special team stalwart. So my two guys, I'm, I'm going to give you are Chris Playbrooks okay. and Ventrell Miller. I'll even give you an offensive one. I got Snoop Connor on the cut and bubble too, yeah. but I don't know if that, car, that surprises anyone. Uh, that's, that's not a cut. That's not a cut. If you, so, if you keep three running backs, you keep four running backs, I think these are questions that, I mean, is a guy like Jamal Agnew eventually expendable with a Parker Washington Research, you know, you're pushing comes, this Jamal Agnew if, expendable I've, thing. Yeah, I've seen you? people on social media mention that, yeah, I, and yeah. I've thought about it. You know, maybe it's, you know, maybe nah. I don't think, I don't think it happens, but I've thought about that move. The one thing that you will look at is maybe tight end, running back, even some of the cornerback situation, maybe even safety, with the press that they have on offensive line and defensive line because they have these questions. Cooper Hodges, for instance, mm -hmm. they don't seem to think Cooper Hodges is going to miss the full season. In order for him to go on short-term IR, he has to stay on the roster after the 53-man movement, which means they'd have to cut someone that they want to bring back. So then they have to hold him as one of the 53 and then can add him to that short-term IR where they can bring him back later in the year. So where do you get that extra spot from? You know what I mean? So that means maybe they want to keep four running backs and ultimately do, but going through cuts, maybe they keep three because they think during Ernest Johnson will clear waivers. Yeah. Maybe they do that somewhere else because, again, the defensive line, there's questions about Devon Hamilton right. and if he'll be ready for week one. And Foley Fatsukasi's in a boot. Right. So do you cut an extra cornerback? Do you cut 
a, a, a Daniel Thomas and hope that he clears waivers to bring him back at right afterwards mm -hmm. so that way you can clear up those roster spots and uh, keep a little bit of depth at some of those spots. So there's a lot of looming problems here. Doug Peterson even said you'd rather have those injury issues yeah. early in camp than later uh, in camp, but that's just not what happened for the Jaguars this that's year. That's not, you know, and it sucks for a guy like Cooper Hodges who was trending towards making the roster. They love Cooper Hodges, fan favorite, and then the Patella injury in the preseason game in Detroit. So yeah, I, I, if I had to pick, I would say a Caleb on Chason probably needs to be off the roster, but just there's not, it's there's, not there's not that no. the guy behind him. There's not that depth. So you look at those roster questions, where's that depth behind these in these spots? You mentioned a Chris Claybrooks, there's depth behind there. There's rookies that have played very well in camp right. uh, pressing for that. So again, that you look at those spots and a Caleb on is not going to get cut despite the fans. But I do think we will see a surprise cut or two. We always, always see it. Yeah, there's going to be some interesting moves, some interesting wheelings and dealings. Again, cuts happen next week. Final preseason game of the year set for Saturday. Um, we'll have plenty of coverage coming your way. Another episode of Teal the Show coming your way on Friday. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us here in the podcast. And hopefully you've been hanging out with us all training camp long. We appreciate it. The podcast will continue throughout the season. So hopefully we'll see you here next time.